Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. Mintmobile. slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. What's up, y'all? The Golden Globes happened last night. SAG Award nominations just came out. So what does that look like for the Oscars? Let's talk about it. Y'all, it's my favorite time of the year. It's Mardi Gras season for one. For those who don't know, I live in the city of New Orleans. Mardi Gras season started on January 6th. I did not know that before I moved here that Mardi Gras is a whole season, not just a day. And it's not just one parade. It is two months worth of parades. It's a lot going on in the city right now. And I am eating it up. I'm having so much fun and eating a lot of king cake, as one should in the city of New Orleans. And it's award season. The Golden Globes happened last night, SAG Award nominations released today, and then Oscar nominations released next month. I love it. I love this time of year. And people always ask, I'm like, why do you care? I love filmmaking. I love the process of filmmaking. I love all the little bitty elements and details that make a film great. And these three award shows really focus on those elements and those details that make a film great. The SAG Awards are a little bit different because it's the Screen Actors Guild. So it's the Actors Union. So that award show focuses on acting and stunt work in film and television. But, you know, your Golden Globes talk about, you know, sound and writing, direction. And then you go into the Oscars where it they break everything down pretty much. Cinematography, sound editing, visual effects, special effects, costuming, like all these little elements and details and recognizing them. I, I don't know. I love it because the everyday moviegoer doesn't care. You don't, they don't care. It, 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 and that's fine because you go to the movies and you watch and you enjoy it or you don't. But all the little things that go into it, you're not thinking about it. Mainly because you're not taught. To, it's, it's one of those things like either you have a knack for recognizing it or you were taught and you were taught to recognize it. I was taught to recognize it. I studied film in college. Um, I don't know if that was a waste of a degree or what, but I studied film in college and I had a good time with it. So all those little details, yeah, I, I still to this day can't help but break everything down as soon as I sit in my seat. It's a habit at this point. It's a blessing and a curse. So I think that's what I love about the Oscars is those little details that no one else cares about. For at least a couple of hours, I get to watch a show where that stuff matters, where I can, I'm not the only geek in the world. You know what I mean? 
So yeah, it's fun for me. But the Golden Globes happened last night, y'all. Oh my goodness. I'm still in a little bit of shock and slight anger, a little angry, a little angry because there was one award and I'm like, if he doesn't win this, I'm going to be really mad, but we're going to talk about it. Um, I think everyone had the same expectation. I think everyone expected everything everywhere all at once to sweep. Now, I haven't watched the movie in its entirety. I actually started watching it for the first time yesterday. I got about halfway through. Beautifully put together, but I don't think it's going to be my cup of tea. It's not bad. I'm not saying the film's bad. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't think it's for me. I don't think I don't think I'm the intended audience. Does that make sense? But we still have another half of the film to go and my opinion could shift. But I, I was al- along with everyone else because I've been paying attention to the different film critics associations and different awards here and there over the last month and a half. And everything everywhere all at once seems to be or seem to be the favorite. And I was a little shocked that they didn't sweep. I was expecting them to win best picture musical or comedy. I was expecting them to win best director. They only won two acting awards, um, best lead actress, Michelle Yao and best supporting actor. Uh, I'm not even going to try. I can't pronounce his name. I've tried to say it out loud. My lips will not form the movements necessary, but he is the man who played data in the Goonies. Him. I actually, when I was watching this movie yesterday, just the first half, I spent a good five minutes stressing out, trying to figure out where do I know Michelle Yao from and where do I know him from? Why does he look familiar? Why does he sound familiar? Where The Goonies, and it hit me. And I know her from Memoirs of a Geisha. Um, God, she's beautiful. She's so beautiful. She's stupid stunning. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, they only won the two acting awards. And that was... A shock to me. I expected them to sweep and they didn't. But uh, two other films seem to fare just as well. And we're going to talk about it. So I'd say the three biggest shocks for me before we even get into everything everywhere all at once. The biggest, absolute biggest shock to me from last night was Austin Butler winning Best Actor in a Drama. Over Brendan Fraser. Now, I'm I'm not quite I'm not entirely shocked because Brendan Fraser has a very um, uh, tense and uh, problematic and scandalous history with the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which hosts the Golden Globes. Um, and he has every right to be angry and disgusted with them. He did not attend the award ceremony last night, so I think he deserved the win. But I think I, along with other people, were a little worried that he wouldn't get it. Um, I have seen Elvis in which Austin Butler won. He won for his role, his portrayal of Elvis Presley in the movie Elvis directed by Boz Lerman. And a great performance. I, when I watched the film, I remember thinking he better get award recognition for this and some kind of nomination. I was actually surprised that Tom Hanks hasn't gotten any kind of, recognition for his role in Elvis because he was spectacular. I thought he pulled a better performance than Austin Butler, but Austin Butler was incredible. I mean, the acting in that movie all around was just wonderful. Um, So I'm very happy for Austin Butler. I think he deserves whatever recognition he's getting because, you know, summer films tend to get left in the dust, but 
winning over Brendan Fraser, that kind of has me a little stumped because Brendan Fraser in The Whale, I saw it on New Year's Eve, gave the performance of a lifetime. Just incredible. Just life-changing performance. Like that is the performance people work up to. That's the performance people hope to do. They hope they have the stamina and the the wherewithal to pull off, the, the skill and the talent. The, Brendan Fraser not winning upset me a little bit. I felt like he deserved it. I think I felt like he was the clear winner in that category. Like we're not going to argue here. Brendan Fraser is the clear winner here. But at the same time, I'm very happy for Austin Butler because I I feel like he deserves the recognition for his work in that movie. Given the fact that his voice is probably never going to go back to whatever it was before he took on that Elvis accent. Like he's stuck with an Elvis accent for the time being. It's almost cute. And he's so grown up. I, I'd forgotten that he and I are almost the same age. That's insane to me. I, I, in my mind, he's still 18 years old. He's still that little kid on Zoe 101. Like, he's still that kid to me. Um, just to see him up and coming, doing big things, and getting the recognition he deserves as an actor, because he's always been a great actor. It's exciting to see, but I was hoping Brendan Fraser would get that win. I'm, I'm mixed about it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm mad Brendan Fraser didn't win, but I'm happy Austin won. It's weird. It's such a weird feeling. Usually once I've had my mindset on who should win and they don't, I get mad about it. And I have to talk myself out of saying, you don't know these people. Okay. You have nothing to do. You have no stake in this game. Nothing is going to change in your life because they didn't win. Get over it. Like I have to talk myself out of it because I get so into it. Now going into the Everything, everywhere, all at once expectations. Because like I said, everyone I think expected them to sweep. I wasn't, I, I, I had the expectation. I feel like they might, but I'm at the same time, like, I'm not so sure. I don't know. Because the movies this year, the ones that have been nominated were all just very good and very diverse, very different. Not diverse as in skin color. I think that's a very shallow way to look at diversity at this point. But just in terms of style and genre, and, you know, acting, and it's very just di- different types of films. And you don't see that too often. Usually you kind of get the same kind of film over and over and over again. That, and, But there's just a lot of diversity in terms of types of film. So I'm like, I don't know. I, I mean, it really depends on what people are into. But at the same time, you have to remember, this is Hollywood. And certain things just resonate more with Hollywood. And anytime you have a film about film history of any kind, or any kind of coming of age story, um, that seems to resonate with people in a different way, in a more personal way. And I, I think Steven Spielberg had that advantage of his movie not e- not just recognizing film history, but it's also his uh, his kind of personal story, his upbringing. And how he got into filmmaking. It's a story that he's told, you know, he mentioned this in his um, acceptance speech, how each piece of work he's done has had bits and pieces of his story in it, which is very true. I mean, if you've watched any of his films, you can see a little bit of that up and coming filmmaker, that young man who's bursting to come out, that person in each of his films. And, but he finally had the courage to just tell his story and put it out there for the world to see. Now it didn't fare that well at the box office, which is a shame because as far as I'm concerned, the Fablemans directed by Steven Spielberg is movie of the year. 
absolute movie of the year. Um, it deserves everything as far as I'm concerned. Um, I was really kind of going back and forth, like who should win lead actress in this category? And Kate Blanchett, as far as I'm concerned, is the one to beat. But Michelle Williams in The Fablemans is incredible. She's so good. Um, But Spielberg, he was nominated for several awards, the the film The Fablemans. Um, But he won the two biggies. The ones that I think everyone was expecting um, everything everywhere all at once to win. Now, as far as the Fablemans, he was only competing with them in one category with the two that he won, which was Best Director. I think everyone was expecting the Daniels, who directed everything everywhere all at once, to win Best Director. But nah, Spielberg took it. And I was shocked. I mean, he deserves it. It's an incredible production. It's a great piece of work. And like I said, movie of the year, I think it's some of his best direction. And it's because he was very, very intentional about the way the story was being told and making sure these details and these pieces were perfect. And he's a great communicator when it comes to direction. So I'm not shocked that he won. I think I'm just shocked that Daniels didn't. My feelings are all over the place with this. I need help, honestly. But yeah, that that took me out for a second when I saw he won. But I was so happy because I yes, yes, Spielberg basically raised me. I'm sorry. Like I've been watching Spielberg movies for as long as I can remember. So anytime he wins something, it's like, yay, grandpa won. I mean, the man practically raised me. So that made me happy. But I think everyone was expecting everything everywhere all at once to win best picture in musical or comedy, because that's where it was nominated. Now the Fablemans won best motion picture drama, but everything everywhere all at once was nominated for best motion picture musical or comedy, but they didn't win. I I figured they would win that category. I figured they were the front runner for that category, but no, uh, apparently the movie I thought was the best of the year. If you watched the very first episode of the podcast, um, the Banshees of Inishirin. I think I leapt out of my skin when I saw that they won. That movie deserves absolutely everything. They came out on top in terms of the number of awards won. They won three. Uh, they won both Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, uh, Best Screenplay, I believe, as well. And uh, Colin Farrell won Best Actor, Musical, or Comedy. Well-deserved, well-deserved. Um, just an inc- It's an incredible award show all around. The movies this year are just fantastic. I still have a couple more that I need to see. I still need to see women talking whenever they decide to wide release it. I think the ads I keep seeing says everywhere, January 20th, but I am not seeing any showtimes just yet for this movie. Uh, they got until tomorrow for me to start seeing showtimes. I'm getting a little aggravated. Or just put the dang thing on streaming. At this point, I'm kind of hoping it might get nominated for Best Picture because if it gets nominated for Best Picture, it'll probably be part of AMC's Best Picture Showcase that they do every year. So I'll get to watch it in theaters at the very least by March before the Oscars happen. But I would like to watch it for the SAG, before the SAG Awards, and we'll get in that in a little bit. 
But some other notable things that happened with the Golden Globes, um, Justin Hurwitz won for Best Original Score for Babylon. Hell yes. If Babylon should be nominated for anything or win any kind of award, the score is so good. I mean, you can't beat that 20s funky jazz feel you can't beat that i'm sorry it, it was either going to be them or carter burrell from the banshees of inishirin for me those were the two best scores that i heard from the year i mean i love john williams and i love everything he does and his score for the fablemans was wonderful beautifully done but justin hurowitz babylon absolutely amazing um, come at me. I really don't care. Now, from the television side, Je- um, Jennifer Coolidge, um, excuse me, Jennifer Coolidge winning for whatever it was she was in. I really don't care. She deserves everything. Okay. I feel like she's our crazy aunt and she's amazing and she deserves everything. Like she does not get the recognition she deserves. She's a comedic genius as far as I'm concerned. Um, she's wonderful and I'm just happy she won. I don't really care what it was for. Evan Peters winning for Dahmer. I watched the first three episodes. I don't know why I stopped watching. I think I, I got busy. I'm not, I'm not sure with what I got nothing to do, but um, yes. Yes, Evan Peters, absolutely. Um, I'm going to have to start watching The White Lotus. Um, a friend of mine that I serve with at church, um, every time she sees me, she asks me if I've started watching it, and I tell her no, and then she gets mad. So now I have to actually watch it. But I'm very happy for Evan Peters. I'm very happy for Jennifer Coolidge. Um, they deserve it, and I'm so, so happy for them. Angela Bassett winning for Best Supporting Actress um, for uh black panther you know everyone's you know really happy about that one she's the first marvel actor to win a major award um i mean i expected jamie lee curtis to get that because i know she's been kind of the favorite one of the favorites that that category just looking at the actresses in that category it's just not very competitive um, I don't understand why Hong Chow from The Whale wasn't nominated. The young lady from um, who plays the daughter Joy in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes, I've only watched half of it, but she's awesome. I don't understand why she wasn't nominated. Uh, why Carrie Mulligan over. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Whoever else I thought was kind of strange i mean carrie mulligan i love her as an actress but she said was just all right it was okay it was kind of mid for me um i enjoyed it it's good i just i didn't think it it could have been much bigger than what it was given the subject matter i think they played it safe and they played it soft that's just me but yeah those are my thoughts on the golden globes if you happen to catch the show last night what did you think I need to rewatch Eddie Murphy's acceptance speech for the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Um, I love him. He's great. But yeah, that's what I thought about the Golden Globes. Now we need to talk about SAG Award nominations and how those differ from the Golden Globes. <laughs> All right, so that was the Golden Globes. Let's talk the Screen Actors Guild Award nominations. Again, this is the Screen Actors Guild, so this is the Actors Union. So these awards focus solely on acting and stunt work. So it's a little bit different. I know people tend to get, you know, in a tizzy when they see what is nominated for the equivalent of a best picture in the SAG Awards, which is, you know, outstanding performance by a cast in a picture. So the ensemble, they, I think that's what they used to call it, best ensemble. Um, and they used to actually split it up by drama, musical or comedy, but they kind of combined them within the last few years. So it's outstanding performance by a cast and a motion picture, which is the equivalent of best picture in your Golden Globes or your um, Oscars. However, instead of, you know, looking at the picture as a whole, we're just talking about the acting, the best cast. That's it. Which is why you would see something like Babylon nominated here, which as a whole, I don't see that being best picture worthy, but when you break it down into the individual elements of Babylon, um, those things should be nominated. Best original score should be nominated. Margot Robbie for actress, Brad Pitt, Diego Calva for their acting in the film should 100% be nominated. But when we're talking about the picture as a whole, I don't see Babylon being nominated for best picture. However, best Acting ensemble at the SAG Awards makes sense to me. The Banshees of Inishirin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, and Women Talking. Oh, I'm going to blow a gasket if I don't see that soon. I'm ready to see it. I need to just order the book and read it. No, that's not going to satisfy. I want to watch the movie. But I think Everything Everywhere All at Once or The Banshees of Inishirin um, is going to get it. But The Fablemans, I think, might give people a run for their money. The acting was just. So well done. Michelle Williams, Seth Rogen, Paul Dano, Gabriel LaBelle. Um, just great acting. I, I think 
what I love about Spielberg is he's a great, I mentioned this, but he's a great communicator and he knows how to pull great performances. He knows how to get what he wants out of his cast and he knows how to conduct a set and how to craft a story. And these were some of the best performances I've seen in his movies in a great while. He did have West Side Story last year. The young lady who won um, Best Supporting Actress, the Oscar for West Side Story last year, I didn't understand why she was nominated or why she won. I didn't think her performance was that great, but that's just me. And now best performance by a female actor in a leading role. To me, it honestly doesn't matter who's nominated. Kate Blanchett is the one to beat. I, I can looking at this list. Um, I've seen almost all of these. I, I haven't seen blonde. I haven't seen all of everything everywhere all at once, but I think I've seen enough of it to kind of form an opinion on the acting. And I have seen the woman King and I've seen tar. I've seen till. So Anna de Armas for blonde Kate Blanchett for tar Viola Davis for the woman King. I don't know why she's nominated. Um, Danielle Deadweiler for till Michelle Yao for everything everywhere all at once. Um, Danielle Deadweiler's performance was good. I just didn't find her performance to be competitive. Viola Davis, that entire cast, the acting to me, it felt like watching little kids playing dress up at times. The performances were great. And at times the performances were, were just not convincing. It was just, it was like watching Americans play foreigners, like their version of foreigners, if that makes sense. Um, I think Viola Davis is great in everything she does. I just didn't think this was the year for her. That's, you know, just my thoughts. But Kate Planchette is the one to be. From the very beginning of the film, when she starts talking, it's just evident. She is here for blood. She's here for everybody's job. The rent was due. She killed that thing. What an incredible performance. I will not stop for years to come bragging about that performance she was amazing outstanding and um yeah i think she's gonna win that one if she doesn't i'm gonna be really really upset best performance by a male actor in a leading role we have austin butler colin farrell brendan frazier bill nye and adam sandler i can't say anything about bill nye or adam sandler but i have seen elvis i've seen the banshees of inishirin and i have seen the whale i think brendan frazier should win it but i think colin farrell and austin butler will give him a run for his money since Austin Butler won Best Actor in a Drama for Golden Globe, beating Brendan Fraser, uh, but I don't know, but that was the Golden Globes. That was a Hollywood Foreign Press, and they have history with Brendan Fraser. So it's it's quite possible there could have been something else there. Not saying that Austin Butler didn't deserve it. I think he deserves, like I said, all the recognition in the world for his performance. I'm just not sure if it was better than Brendan Fraser's performance in terms of competition. Um, but I think we'll really see who is the big Oscar contender in February when the awards air. Now, Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett. She won last night. Hong Chow for The Whale. Thank God she was in The Whale. She was also in The Menu. Incredible. The Banshees of Inishirin, Carrie Condon, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hugh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Stephanie Hugh is the name I couldn't remember. She's the one that plays Joy, the daughter in Everything Everywhere All at Once. I thought she should have been nominated in, except for some of the other randoms in that list for the Golden Globes. Um, I think Angela Bassett is the clear front runner for this, uh, but I, I don't know. I think, I think Angela Bassett is going to win it, but I don't really have any skin in the supporting actress game. Best actor in a supporting role, 
Paul Dano for the Fablemans, the Banshees of Inishirin, Brendan Gleason, the Banshees of Inishirin, Barry Keegan, Ki Hui uh, Data from the Goonies, everything everywhere all at once. Ki Hui Kwan, Huey Kwan. I'm sorry. Eddie Redmayne for the Good Nurse. Um, Eddie Redmayne's performance in The Good Nurse was amazing. Just very subtle and natural and just I I love watching him transform. He's such a theatrical kind of screen actor. Um, British actors with um, stage training, theater training are my favorites. And But you have a lot of British actors who do have that theater training. But British actors with theater training are definitely my favorites. And he's one of them. But I think um, our longtime Goonie is probably going to win it. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Again, I've only seen half of the movie, but what I've seen from his performance, he just he does a really good job of just switching between two person. He does a he's quick. He's very quick, and he thinks on his feet. And I, I think he deserves it. I'm not gonna lie. And that's it for the motion picture awards. But there is one more category in terms of stunt work. Outstanding performance by a stunt ensemble in a motion picture. Avatar The Way of Water. Haven't seen it. The Batman. Haven't seen it. Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Um, Yeah, it's deserved. Top Gun. Maverick. The Woman King. Nah, X-Nay on The Woman King. I, I'm not sure about Top Gun Maverick in terms of stunt work. I think some of their best work is done in visual effects, special effects, and cinematography and film editing, but that's more of the Oscars. Um, I think Avatar is probably going to get this one or the Batman. I don't know. Stunt work's not really my thing. I don't really care that much. But yep. Those are the nominations. And I mean, if you care about television, Evan Peters is nominated again for Dahmer. Amanda Seyfried, she won last night at the um, Golden Globes. I love her. Been a fan since Mean Girls. So it, it shall be very, very interesting. Um, Jenna Ortega is nominated again for Wednesday. So happy to see her getting late recognition because that premiered what over Thanksgiving week what do I think how does this look for the Oscars the Golden Globes last night for me was such a wild card I think I had a pretty good idea what the Oscars were going to look like or what nominations who was going to win what up until the Golden Globes I thought I mean, everyone that I think is going to get nominated, I think is going to get nominated. I think it's just a matter of who's going to win what. I, I'm not so sure about everything, everywhere, all at once. It's not the clear front runner anymore. I think Banshees of Inishirin and the Fablemans are really putting it to the test. I, uh, I don't know, man. I think Kate. Kate Blanchett is the clear winner for Best Actress. Brendan Fraser should definitely win for Best Actor. I think Angela Bassett is probably going to get the nod and the win for um, Best Supporting Actress. And then you get into the nitty-gritty things like cinematography and writing, editing. I expect a lot of nods for Black Panther in terms of um, I can't remember visual effects and special effects are two different categories, but definitely for costume design, production design, I expect 
I everything every wall all at once should definitely win for product for um production design. One hundred percent. Um, five minutes into the movie, that was the first thing I noticed was the details they put into the set. So production design, definitely, definitely, definitely for everything, everywhere, all at once. Time will tell. I don't know. This is such an interesting year. Like I said, there's just a lot of diversity in terms of the different types of films that have come out in 2022. Um, Usually you get the same kind of indie dramatic stuff that no one cares about. But I think this has a bit of a wide range because you had Elvis, which did pretty well over the summer. Um, The Fableman, Steven Spielberg, which didn't do big at the box office, but it's an incredible film. You had Babylon. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're getting back to the roots of storytelling and filmmaking in 20. That's what started in 2022. It'd be interesting to see what comes out in 2023. Um, We have Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan coming out this summer. And when it comes to awards, Christopher Nolan is hit or miss. Um, He always puts on a great show. He always has a great film. I haven't, I've never seen a really bad film from him, but in terms of recognition for awards, it's hit or miss. You never know. And, uh, uh, it's it's like, I want to make predictions on what the Oscars are going to look like, but I just don't know. I don't know. Now, what do I want to win in terms of acting? Because that's where we're at right now. I definitely want Kate Blanchett to win. I want Brendan Fraser to win. I want the Fablemans to win Best Picture. I want Steven Spielberg to win Best Director. I want um, Babylon to win for Best Original Score. I am not a Swifty by any means necessary, but I think she deserves a no- at least a nod for the song she did for Where the Crawdads Sing. I think it's called Carolina. Oh, by the way, Carolina, it's, it's I, uh, not Carolina, but where the crawdads sing, it's set in North Carolina, but it's shot right here in Louisiana and in New Orleans. I, you know, me being from Charlotte, North Carolina, and then it'd be, I don't know. I just, I, I thought that was cool, but some things I'm just not clear on. I just, some things that should be nominated somewhere, but they're not. And I'm just wondering why not Armageddon time. I don't understand why Anne Hathaway is not getting any recognition. I don't understand why Anthony Hopkins isn't getting any recognition. Jennifer Lawrence and the man whose name I can never remember from Causeway. I don't understand why that's not getting any kind of nod. I understand that, you know, Women Talking got Best Ensemble nods. Why, what's, why aren't they getting any individual nominations Because I have a hard time believing, especially with respect to the Golden Globes, that those performances were not as good as the ones nominated. Because you have some top flight women in that movie, Rooney Mara, Frances McDormand. Um, I don't know what anyone's thinking, and it sucks sometimes. But like I said, this is my favorite time of the year, and I'm really excited to see what comes out of the Screen Actors Guild. And then I think February 24th, without looking at my calendar, is when the nominations for the Oscars will come out. And best believe we are going to talk about that when it happens. So yeah, those are my thoughts on the Golden Globes and the SAG Award nominations. Let me know in whatever comment section you find yourself in what you think. (laughs) 
thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode of All Right, Let's Talk About It. Expect more of these midweek chats, especially over the next couple of weeks, because it's awards season. If something's happening and I want to talk about it, I'm going to record it. That's just how this works. But you will get your every Friday episode at noon. We already have a film lined up to watch tomorrow evening and a review to record on Friday. I am excited. I would tell you what the movie is going to be, but if something new pops up at my theater, the ticket will change. I have no problem changing tickets last minute. So you'll just have to find out Friday at noon what our review is going to be. Just a reminder, our regular schedule is every Friday at noon on wherever podcasts are available pretty much. If there is a podcast platform that you like to listen to podcasts on and this podcast is not on it, let me know and I will see what I can do to get it that way. But the host that I use pretty much disperses it wherever and you know I have the option of picking and choosing some places to manually distribute like Apple um, podcast. I have to manually do that. But Spotify does it automatically. Um, YouTube, it does it automatically. I mean, I have to set up my own YouTube account and all that jazz, but it distributes it automatically. And so, but if there's a podcast platform that you enjoy listening to, let me know and we can get it over that way. Thank you so much for all your love and support. If you would like to support this podcast, check all the information in the description on the different ways you can support this podcast. Your support means everything. I couldn't do this without you. Um, It's because of the people that have been supporting me over the last almost two years that I'm able to do this, that I was able to create this. And the support has been absolutely incredible. There are not enough words to say thank you. But... That ends our midweek chat, our bonus episode about the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards. Let me know what you think. Again, in whatever comment section you happen to find, let me know. And I will see you guys Friday at noon. Have a good day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.